Welcome to The Great Return. We are a podcast of M2B Ministries, empowering returning world racers and short-term missionaries to become all they are meant to be in God's kingdom. Whether it's figuring out the right career, moving to a new state, or finding a community, we are here to guide, inspire, and equip you in reentry. Our passion is to help you thrive. Nikki Romani here, and I had the honor and opportunity to interview Morgan Funky. She is a powerhouse. I love this woman so much. She is co-founder of The Cause, and we talk about her life as someone who works with nonprofits, how she got there, her very first nonprofit she started with her sister, and we just talk about what burnout is like, what she learned from it, because a lot of people go through burnout, and we talk about how to get through that, and the things that she learned. We also had some awesome conversations about running with people and finding the people that you are running with, that you can collaborate with, because life is so much better, so much more fun when you can find those people that you're running with. And Morgan is one of those people for me. She and I are running. We're running together. We collaborate. We meet with one another. We live in the same city, which is a huge blessing. Um, But we just talk about some amazing things. So I hope you enjoy this episode and we will dive right into the interview. I have Morgan here with me and we're going to jump into a few questions just to hear about her journey with nonprofits and her passion for it. So Morgan, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. We are going to jump right into it. So I would love to hear about your uh, where your passions for nonprofits started or if you want to start with missions or wherever you want to begin, let's let's do it. Let's jump right in. Yeah, let's jump in. So in 2007, I did the world race. And after coming back from the world race, I just was so fired up and so passionate. I was like, I want to do something that helps people. I can't go back to doing kind of the same old thing. And um, so my sister and I actually just started to feed homeless people. We were like, all right, there's people, they're hungry, they need food. And when she asked God, especially, she was like, hey, God, like, what do I do? There's hungry people in my community. And she just heard God say, you have a kitchen, you can cook. (laughs) And so we started feeding the homeless in Carlsbad, which was the community we lived in at the time. While we were feeding them and doing that, it just kept growing what we were doing. And we kept having more and more people. We kept having people hand us money. And we were like, oh gosh, we've got to do something about this. We've got to figure out how to manage this correctly. So we tried to find an umbrella organization to actually shelter what we were doing. But because it was homeless outreach and because a lot of people considered it really messy, nobody would have us. (laughs) Nobody would take us. So eventually, God just provided for us to um, start and run our own nonprofit. It was not the plan. We didn't go into it with like this big five-year, you know, here's what we're going to do. We just wanted to keep, we were doing this relational homeless outreach and really breaking down the buffet line barrier between homeless people and people with homes. And we just wanted to keep doing that. 
So the long story short is that we ended up starting a nonprofit um, and that actually has been going for the last 11 years. Wow. That's, that's so cool um, that you started something with your sister and that you had that, that you could do together. Yeah, it was really, um, it was really great, but it also really like burnt us out in the long run. Mm. You know, we ended up um, just, we were running so much stuff and still working our full-time jobs and we had such a high level of responsibility that it just led to both of us actually getting really, really burnt out trying to run a nonprofit and actually do the work at the same time. Um, so my sister and I ended up, um, we had put together a great board for the nonprofit, which is a huge, huge thing that we just by the grace of God did well. And our board ended up actually taking it and we took some time to rest. And that was about five or six years in. Hmm. Wow. So that is that something that your board recognized that you needed that rest? They actually did. They realized that we both needed it and they allowed us both to kind of step back from our everyday roles and they really took on the ministry and it's still going incredibly strong. Mm. <laughs> like, and it's been a lot of, a long time. So it's really neat to see and my sister and I are still a part of the board and we're a part of it, but in that time God led us both to new things and new passions and really get a season for us in that ministry and that nonprofit. And then it's been kind of amazing to see where it's gotten to go. And then the other things that we've gotten to do that have come out of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's huge. So do you feel like, did you have a piece about giving it, handing it over? Like you felt like this is the time to do something else? It was hard because it was so much of my life. And it's probably a little bit of why we got burnt out because I let it become everything. It encroached on all of our life and all of our personal time and all of ev everything. And as it grew, you know, we didn't know how to set boundaries around that. Um, so it was hard at first because I had to really realize that my identity wasn't in what I did. Mm -hmm. And my identity wasn't in being this great nonprofit leader. My identity was in God. And my identity had nothing to do with what I do. And that was, that was a hard thing to go through. Um, but ultimately, you know, it led to being able to do other things that I was really passionate about, but keep those things in a much more healthy place. Mm -hmm. So how did you learn to set those boundaries just because you did burn out and you realized something needed to change? <laughs> yeah, I learned a lot from having gone through burnout. Um, and it's not that I get it perfect all the time now, but it's just that I understand that if the work I'm doing now and the nonprofit that I run today, if it ended tomorrow, I always want to know that I would still be a whole and complete person in my life. If all of that was done, would I still be okay? And so I look at it, things from that and then adjust based on that question. Hmm. That is a great question to ask. Those are some wise words, Morgan. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So did the, your first nonprofit, did that lead you into what you're doing now because you realized the structure and things like that with the cause? Tell us about that. Yeah. So right now I am leading a nonprofit. It's called The Cause. 
And what we do is we actually provide all of the organizational structure and support for Christian leaders who serve the underserved all over the world. And so our leaders work with orphans and widows and refugees and um, women who have been trafficked and they do amazing work. But my thought was, I don't think everyone needs to run their own nonprofit because we're wasting so much time and energy all recreating the wheel. So what if we could create a structure that has great administrative support, good spiritual and emotional care, and then helps people with strategy and helps them bring their vision into reality in a really healthy way. And the story of how I got the cause, though, I have to rewind a little bit to talk about that. Because <laughs> I, um, after my sister and I did Philabelli, we, um, I was leading trips to and from Africa a lot. And I was like, wow, I really want to help youth here understand what youth in Swaziland are going through on a day-to-day -day basis. So I started this program called Orphan for a Day. And we started like teaching the youth where they'd have to carry their water and they'd have to make their own food. And they would go through all of the things that an orphan in Swaziland would go through on a daily basis. Because it was one thing to tell them like, hey, there's kids in the world who are suffering. It was totally thing to show them and have them experience it. And from there, I was getting that all going, doing that, like launching this thing. And I was so excited about it. And I realized I needed a nonprofit covering to do it. And the one thing I knew I didn't want to do was start another nonprofit. It's <laughs> like, I'm good to go. I've done that. I don't need a notch on my belt. I don't need that. Because um, there's so much behind the scenes administrative work that you don't know going into it. So I um, brought Orphan for a Day into partnership with the cause. And one of my mentors had actually started the cause in 2003. And I was so excited to bring it into partnership because I loved the um, heart of what they were doing of helping to provide a covering for ministries. Um, they didn't have a lot of the structures and details and kind of business side of it, but I thought, you know, I can do it because it's the right heart and that's what I need. And a couple weeks after I got Orphan for a Day all approved with the cause, I switched all my funding over to it. My mentor called me and was like, Morgan, we're shutting down the cause. God's called me to something else. I'm so sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. That was me. I was like, oh. Um, and in that, uh, in that moment, I knew that God was like, Morgan, I want you to take this. But I was like, oh gosh, I'm going to run this by a lot of wise counsel and think about this a lot. Because the whole reason I was doing the cause was to not run another nonprofit. <laughs> so God just kept confirming again and again and again that that's what he wanted me to do. And even crazier, one of my close friends a couple weeks before that had started to specifically pray about working with me. And she and I, she had actually come to me and said, Morgan, I'm called to quit my job and do whatever you're doing with you. And she's incredibly organized, administrative, structured. And I was like, okay, but this doesn't make sense for Orphan for a Day. And then all of a sudden, when the cause came into play, it made perfect sense. And so we both just took it. We only had a couple of partners doing ministries. We had three partners at that point and very, very few structures, but we had a name. We had a 501c3 that we didn't have to reapply for, and we had a great web or a great domain, <laughs> and that was it. And so, you know, we um, started with that and then took whatever we could use from the old structures, which is great, and then got to build on that platform. Instead of starting our own thing, we got to have it transferred to us, which was such 
a huge blessing because we got to really stand on the shoulders of my mentor who had done so much work and then just move forward with it and with providing that structure and support for great leaders. Wow. I don't think I really, I realized that it was, the cause was already started and it was transferred over to you. Yeah. At the time, I didn't even know that you could do a legal transfer of a nonprofit. I had no idea that it was even possible, (laughs) but we just started to figure it out and we figured it out as we went. And God kept providing the right people to help us at the right time. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's probably a huge piece of advice too, is like with anything, you need that wise counsel and someone who has done it before and can help you with stepping into something completely new. Yeah. That's one thing that I've always tried to do is seek out wise people I look at our Philabelli board, the original board that we started way back in 2008, and I really believe a huge part of the reason why it's been so successful is because my sister and I didn't just depend on our friends. We looked for people who were experts in their field, who knew things that we didn't, who, who would really challenge us to grow. And, and we asked them, and even though it was a scary ask because they're like really smart amazing, capable people with great careers and all of that. We just asked them for help. Mm-hmm. And, and I found more and more too that like when you're teachable and you ask someone for help, a lot of times people who you think, oh gosh, they're never going to help me. Like they're actually willing to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know we're both reading Brene Brown's book, Dare to Lead. And she just, I just read that part about asking for help is actually power. Like that when you can actually ask for help, it's not weakness, it's strength. Yeah. I love that so much. I don't think I've gotten there yet, but I will. (laughs) You will. It's coming. It's so so good. (laughs) Oh man. So I love what you're doing with the cause. And I love what you said about, yeah, you don't want people to reinvent the wheel. So you have this thing where you are helping these individuals get their message out and go out into the world and be able to do the thing that God has called them to do. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. And I love what you're doing with the cause. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really, the cause is really just about empowering leaders. Like we've built all of the administrative structures and we do the fiscal sponsorship, which means that people don't have to start their own 501c3. They can just come into ours um, and then they can run in their vision instead of having to do all the things that take them out of their vision. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the bottom line of it all is that it comes down to empowering people to do what they're called to do and to bring the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what... That's what we need to do. We need to come together as the church and unite and so that we can go do the things that God wants us to do. I love it. Uh, exactly. <laughs> it's so, yeah, so kingdom focused. I love it. So if people are curious as to how to get involved and how to be a part of the cause, how would they be able to do that? They can just go to our website and fill out our partner inquiry. And our website's just www.thecause.org. Not that you needed the www. I could just say thecause.org. <laughs> Let me make that longer for you. <laughs> 
but I will put it, I'll put it in the show notes for everyone too. So they can just go there. <laughs> yeah. They can fill out a form and get in detection. You know, I love getting to do those initial partner inquiries because one, I love seeing and hearing about what God's doing all over the world. But to me, it's a discernment process of can, can we do more kingdom good together? That's the question we're asking through the process is if we can do more kingdom good together, then great. Let's partner. Let's work together. Let's do this. And if we can't, then oftentimes we can bless people into what they're called to do. If that's starting their own nonprofit, if that's working with a different organization, whatever that is, we can often lead them in that path. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I look at the cause and I'm like, the cause is not about the cause. Like the goal of the cause is not to increase the cause. It's just a wineskin. The goal is to get to see leaders flourish in what they're called to do. Mm-hmm. I love that so, so much. Um, and I love that you're so passionate about it and just hearing you talk about it, it's like, wow, this is Morgan's thing. <laughs> I do love it. I I am so grateful that God kind of back backed me into this ministry. I didn't know where I was going, but I'm really really grateful. Like just for the opportunity and for the people, honestly, for the partners we get to work with, they encourage me and inspire me and I love seeing them do the things that they're called to do. It's it's unreal the things that they're doing in the kingdom and I get to see this like really beautiful exponential impact. Like a lot of what the cause does isn't sexy at all. Um, <laughs> you know, it's administrative systems and accounting and reporting. And, you know, there's a whole very unsexy side of this thing. But the kingdom impact, our partners impacted over 200,000 people this last year. Whoa. So the impact that happens is it's astronomical. It's amazing to see those things happening and to get to be a part of helping them to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the behind the scenes and the backbone of what's being seen by the, the world. Yep. And, and we get to really empower people and work with fabulous, amazing leaders who they just, they get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're running after what they feel like God has put them on this earth for, which is amazing. Exactly. <laughs> and you, yeah, you're an amazing leader as well. And and I just love how God has brought you and Jen together to work on this. And um, I know you're slowly growing your team and it's just really cool to see all of that come together. Thank you. I really, we have the most incredible team Mm. and, and I'm so grateful to get to work with people who are different than me and who bring different strengths and and different pieces. Like, you know, Jen is so good at the structures and the systems and the processes. And, you know, and I get to really look at, okay, what's the big picture? Where are we headed? Who are we working with? Where is God calling us to be in that? And it's, it's just, it's really fun. And I think that that's a big part of like not getting burnt out in something is that I'm not, when we were doing Philabelly, my sister and I tried to do everything and we tried to fill all the roles and do all the things, especially because I was scared to ask people. Mm. And more and more now I realize I'm like, I need to do the things God's given me to do. I get a really short time on this earth. I only get every day once 
Mm-hmm. And so I have to prioritize well with doing the things I'm called to do. And then the other things fall into place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've learned a lot about team as well, like just being with M2B and you know, in the beginning, it was a little rough because we were trying to figure out where we fit into our roles and what our giftings actually were. So we actually, as a team, we sat down individually and came up with a list of what our strengths and our weaknesses were. And then we sent them to each other. (laughs) And it was so like, it actually was like so it made so much more sense. I'm like, oh, that's why you do it this way or that's why you do this. And then we were able to do the roles and do the things that we were actually good at. And we actually grew more because we weren't trying to do things just because we wouldn't didn't want to ask for help or we didn't want to delegate. It's like, no, let's actually step into our giftings and the things that we're good at and then we can grow. I love that so much. And I love what you guys are doing with MTV. Like I had a really, really hard re-entry after the race and I just, I landed hard and, Mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful for what you're working on with helping missionaries re-enter well so that they can integrate that time into their long-term kingdom calling. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. And I and I appreciate you being such a huge support and um in what we're doing and where God is taking us. So thank you so much for being an amazing friend. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're welcome. But really it's very easy to support what you're doing because it's so needed in the kingdom. I feel like so many people get sidelined when they go through a hard reentry process and they don't always get back up and get back on the field. And what you're doing is helping allow people to have the recovery that they need so they can get back on the field and keep going for it. And it's, it's vital and it's so desperately needed right now. And I'm so thankful you guys are picking that up and running with it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to speak to um, just our friendship real quick. <laughs> Because I actually met Morgan like right after I got off the race and she and I live in the same city, which is amazing. And it's so key to meet up with someone in the same city who has done something similar that you can relate to. So that's why I think our navigator mentorship is so huge because we do that. But I, yeah, I got back in 2014 and met Morgan and her sister at the house that they were actually like moving out of like that next week or something. And then we like, I didn't, I don't know. Then we kind of like, we met each other and then it was like, okay, I met Morgan, like we'll be in touch. And then we didn't really talk for a little bit. And then all of a sudden we're just like, man, like we, we really need to know each other and be in each other's lives. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. On both sides sides. We both were like, I felt the exact same way where I met you and I liked you and I thought you were great. I was in a season of craziness because we were selling our house and moving and, you know, trying to figure out what life looked like no longer. Like my sister was moving to LA and we built so many things together. So I was just in this crazy season of that. And then, yeah, a little bit ago, it just like connected where we're like, we need to know each other and not just like a little bit, like we're running you know, I feel like sometimes in life you look and see those people who are running parallel 
journeys and they're running as fast and as hard as you are for the same things. And you look over and you're like, Hey, you're running too. Like let's run together. Let's do this. And that's really how I felt about you. I looked and I was like, yeah, let's go for things. <laughs> yes. And I, I love that. And I, yeah. And just as an encouragement to the listeners of like, you are running after something. There are things that you are passionate about and look to those people around you who are running that race with you and on a similar journey, like heading straight towards, you know, that can push you forward and encourage you and you can encourage each other and you can collaborate on things. I think that's so needed to even just be successful and to even, you know, do the things that we want to do. Like we need that support. We cannot do this alone. Yeah. I, I think a huge part of the reason why we went through the burnout was, um, you know, because I didn't know at the time how to look for collaboration. And I think that somehow I had this underlying belief that I was competing. Mm. And because I'm naturally competitive, I'm naturally that way. And what I found and to be so true is that there's no competition in the kingdom of God. Like we are not competing. You're only collaborating to bring the kingdom of God to earth. And that paradigm shift has changed everything for me. And that I constantly, every time I talk to someone, every time I look for something, I look at, you know, how can I bring value? How can I honor what they're doing? How can I call out what God's doing in them and help them to move forward in the things that they're called to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I couldn't agree more. I love the, we aren't in competition with each other. We need to help build each other up and do this together because, yeah, like, I just think about God talks about, you know, the the church as a body and their body has so many parts and we're all doing different things. But how can we come together, support each other and lift each other up into the things that God is doing? And even if you are doing something that's even remotely similar, it's different because you're different than the other person who's running the other nonprofit or who's doing the other business. It's like you are unique and what you have is not what the other person has to offer. And that's something I've been learning too, just being in this entrepreneur space as well and just realizing, wow, there are people out there that are doing what I'm doing, but there's no one else that's Nikki. Amen to that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's such a fabulous thing because I love who you are. I totally agree though. It's just, it's not about competing or doing that. It's not about getting more or being bigger. It's just about like, okay, how are we called to bring the kingdom of God to earth? Like that's it. That's all it boils down to. And then in that you can look around and be like, it's so fun to get to encourage people. And I really feel like God's put each of us here on earth for a reason, for a time to do powerful things like for God. And, you know, we get this one life to do that. And it's so beautiful to get to go through and look at what that is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. And I don't, yeah, I don't. And I don't want people to feel like, oh, I've wasted so much time. It's like, start now. Like, look for those people that you can encourage, that can encourage you and step into your gifting and your calling. It's never too late. You can start now. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And even, you know, every season looks different too. Mm -hmm. 
you know, there are seasons, you know, where I really felt like for me, where my calling was like much more internal Mm. and it was dealing with a lot of the internal things and working through a lot of harder things within me. And, you know, now I'm in the season where it's much more external, but you know, at the end of my life, all I'm asked for is, is obedience. And so I just look at it as like, am I being obedient to what God's called me to do in this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is huge. Obedience. I like that because it is. And I feel like also people kind of get stuck on my one purpose. And I feel like we don't have one purpose. Maybe it is like living our life for the Lord, but it changes. Like you're talking about the seasons like that is constantly changing. And just look at like even our own journeys of what God has brought us through. Like you were with Phil Belly, now you're not, now you're with the cause and it's like, it's changing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It does. And it just constantly changes and grows. And that's a beautiful thing, you know, that it's not. And again, when we make our purpose about something other than just being obedient to God, we lose it. But when we get to like, be obedient and just go through and go, okay, God, what do you have for me in this season? And even in the seasons where we feel really stuck, Mm. I feel like God is so faithful if we ask to move things forward and get us unstuck and show us even how that season had like meaning in life and um, just a depth to it that then leads into being able to do the next thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, I couldn't agree more. So good. Right on point. See, this is why we're friends. (laughs) (laughs) It's so fun to get to talk to you. I know. I love this. Um, Is there any, like, as we wrap things up, is there any other advice you have for people of, um, you know, like stepping into their calling and having that support or anything that we've talked about? You know, I think the biggest advice is just to really listen to God and listen to what God has for you and keep stepping out and keep going. Like I've had so, I have fallen down hard (laughs) so many times. And, And I think it's just like getting back up and just keep going for it. Um, because it's worth it. And, and so to just, no matter how many times you fall, just keep getting up and keep trying and keep going for it and keep trusting God because, you know, it's that belief and that truth that like God's plans for our life are good. He's come to give us life and life abundantly, like so to the full. And, you know, I just constantly go, okay, God, what does that full life look like right now? What does it look like to live into that in the day to day? And that, you know, and that it changes every season, but it also stays the same And that it's just, there's excitement that I get to live my life in partnership with the God of the universe who loves me. Yes. And amen. (laughs) Thank you so much, Morgan, for your just wisdom and your insight and um, for sharing that with us today. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. It's such a special treat. There were a lot of great nuggets in that episode. And I will put all of those in the show notes. So make sure to refer to the show notes. I will also put a link to the cause website. So you can go check out everything that Morgan's doing and her team is doing. And 
If you want to get involved with what we're doing at M2B, make sure to check out our Patreon page. This is a great way to just be involved with what we're doing and we would love your support. So make sure you go check that out. I will put a link in the show notes for that as well. And don't forget to subscribe. If you have not subscribed already to this podcast, you will want to do so. Make sure to subscribe and write a review. We would love to hear from you. And thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. And here's to a thriving life.